Good day from Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas Sports Talk. I'm your host, New Orleans Mark. Today's show, we're going to cover week 15 in the NFL. You can follow me on Twitter at the Narlins Cajun, T-H-E-N-A-W-L-I-N-S-C-A-J-U-N. You can also listen to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. You can also hear me and on Inside New Orleans radio show hosted by Eric Asher on 106.1 FM, WRKN New Orleans. Also on iHeartRadio and ericasher.com. Fridays at 5.15 Central. And new show we're doing with me and Steve the Shrimp Man. Uh, show out of Vegas called A Competitive Edge. It's on Wednesdays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock Pacific. That would be 10 to 11 Central on KSHP, 1400 AM. So da- download the K-Shop, 1400 AM app, and you can listen to us on the app. Um, joining me this week, my sidekick, as always, Steve the Shrimp Man. Steve, how's it going? Good, good. Okay, let's get to the week. Let's get to week fifteen. Got college conference championships. We're going to start with that first. Let's cover. Let's um start with the Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Let me pull the line up here. I'm sorry. Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. Iowa I'm sorry. State. I'm sorry. You, you, I stand corrected. Oklahoma's at Iowa State, and according to our lines here, Oklahoma has opened opened four and a half. It's up to five. There's some five, nah, five and a halfs out there. Um, what do you think about this game? Well, I like the way Iowa State plays defense. Uh, it's going to be a kind of a, uh, you know, Oklahoma's got a great offense. Iowa State's got a great defense. So it's kind of going to be a war of wills here. Uh, I think Iowa State's going to be able to, to hold them down some. I mean, Iowa State's got a really good coach. Uh, they did beat Oklahoma early in the year, 37-30. to 30. I think in week three, um, you know, Oklahoma's defense has improved a lot in the last few weeks. I mean, they've been holding opponents down pretty good in the beginning of the year. They were kind of shaky, but, uh, you know, they held Texas to down pretty good. I know that. And, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Texas. Uh, I'm looking at Iowa state schedule. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, you know, I just think that, you know, I really like what, uh, the coach of Iowa State, I mean, he's really turned his program around. I think he's probably going to get a big job somewhere in the next year or two. Um, he started out at uh, Toledo, and, you know, he's just done nothing but win games here at Iowa State, and Iowa State's a tough place to win at. Um, you know, I just – I look for this game to be a little lower scoring than the first time they played. I look for this game to be played in the 20s, but I definitely would think that you'd have to take the five and a half here in this spot. Yeah, like you said, the first time they beat them by they beat them by um seven the first time out. You know the difference in the game is I mean Oklahoma State might have a little bit of better offense, and Iowa State definitely definitely's got the better defense. And you know to me they stopped them once they can stop them again. You know Iowa State's not going to just sit there and let Oklahoma throw the ball up and down the field like they did the first time. So 
They do know how to defend them. Um, I don't know what else Oklahoma can do to try to score points in this game that they didn't do the first time. Now, you know, we can't handicap turnovers, so we don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, if they play a clean game, you know, I definitely like Iowa State, you know, especially getting, you know, five and a half. So I definitely like them again. Um, next game we're going to cover, it'll be Northwestern Big Ten, Big 12, I'm sorry, championship. Northwestern, uh, Big, Ten. Big Ten, you're right. Big Ten, Big Ten. Big Ten. Northwestern at Ohio State. Ohio State opened 20 and a half, only moved down a half to 20. Give me your thoughts on this game. I mean, it seems like a lot of points. Uh, Northwestern is bringing a lot of talent back from last year. I mean, they, they were pretty much loaded this year. Uh, you know, but Ohio State is trying to prove a point. I mean, they don't have a lot of games. They got Michigan got canceled, and that was a big game. And people are squawking about they shouldn't be in the uh, the playoffs because they haven't only have only played five games, and they shouldn't have really been in this conference championship game. People were saying the Big Ten made an exception because of COVID. Uh, you know, look, I don't. I don't really have an opinion in the game as far as, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a lot of points, but you know, the points are there for a reason when it looks too good to be true. Normally it is. I mean, I would have thought this line should have probably been about maybe 15 to 17. They opened it almost 21. So that was kind of surprising to me. Uh, you know, I mean, I really like Pat Fitzgerald. He's a great coach, but you know, like I said, Ohio State's got a lot of talent, a lot of speed, you know, more speed than Northwestern. And, and, I mean, who knows, if Ohio State jumps out, they might blow this team out. So, you know, you just got to be careful with this game, I think. Yeah, I was – you know, I've been looking at this game. And, you know, Ohio State just gets a lot better athletes and a lot better speed than, than all their competition during the year. I mean, the quarterback to me is no different than all these other quarterbacks coming out. You know, the system's going to make these guys look so much better than they really are. And, you know, like I said, this guy is no better than any uh, any of the other ones coming out. Um, you know, whether can Northwestern can match up with their speed, you know, from a defensive standpoint, I don't know. I think they'll be definitely be able to move the ball and score in Ohio State. Um, that's going to be the only shot they're going to have to keep it close. Um, whether they get a little aggressive on defense or try to get some turnovers, I don't know. You know, really don't. You know, if I had to, if I had to take a side of the game, I would take the points, but probably a good game to stay away from. So, our next one on a slate rematch: Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson opened seven and a half up to ten and a half. What do you think about this one? Well, the first time they played, I I liked Clemson, and Clemson should have covered the game. You know, Clemson was covering with like a minute and a half to go, and Notre Dame got the ball and went 90 yards, put the game in overtime, took the momentum, and won in overtime. Uh, Clemson had the backup quarterback playing, but like I said, they still should have covered. I think the line in the first matchup was like six, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know – I think this is this is a mismatch. I think this is the one game that's the the cream's really going to come to the top. I think Clemson is going to blow the doors off of this team. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Clemson beats them by twenty one. I really, I think you know, Trevor Lawrence is back. He's 
probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Clemson's defense is maturing. They, they were kind of young in the beginning of the year, but, uh, you know, Brent Venables is probably the best defensive coordinator in college football. He's going to have them ready to go in this game. This is a big uh, rematch, revenge, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and then it's on a neutral field. It's not in Notre Dame. I think Clemson's going to blow the doors off of this team. I really do. Yeah, I'm on your side on this one. You know, you know Notre Dame, you know, dominated for a while. Clemson made a little bit of a comeback. I mean, that quarterback, that backup quarterback for Clemson is, you know, average right now. But, you know, Notre Dame, you know, pulled out a victory um, against a backup quarterback. And they got to know deep down inside that, you know, they got to, they have to be a little worried. I mean, you know, I really don't see a, um, a big confidence builder because you beat a team with a backup quarterback. Now, you know, Clemson's down a little bit this year than they have been in the last couple of years. You know, obviously Trevor Lawrence, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, you know, probably in the top one or two quarterbacks in the country. It's going to be a whole different animal this time. So, you know, a lot more accurate passing. They're going to move the ball better. I mean, I really like this kid, um, Hook, this Notre Dame quarterback. He makes plays. He's going to have to make some plays. I think Venable is going to put a little more pressure on him this time around. I don't. I think they can take a little more chances because, you know, you do have Trevor Lawrence on offense and you can recover if something happens. You give up a score, a big play. You know, you have a lot more confidence in your offense. You might have been a little bit more conservative the, the first time around, but I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna pull his stops out on this one, and you know, bring pressure and make Notre Dame make plays. And I just don't see it happening. So, you know, I'm on your side on this one. I'm looking at Clemson beating by at least 17 or more in this. So, last game we'll cover in college: SEC championship in the Georgia Dome, Alabama and Florida. It's up to 17. There's some 17 and a halfs out there. Give me a breakdown on this one. Well, yeah, I'm going to go a little contrarian in this game. Uh, everybody thinks Alabama's the best team in college football, and they probably are. Uh, I think Alabama and Clemson are still the best two teams in college football. Uh, but, you know, Florida had a big letdown against LSU last week. Uh you know, that was a – they was a 23-and-a-half-point favorite and ended up getting beat outright, which I said they would because I figured they would be looking ahead to Alabama. But had Florida beat LSU, I would probably like Alabama in this spot. But the fact that they lost that game makes me really like Florida with the points, if that makes sense, because – when you lose to a team like LSU, it's it's a wake-up call. You know, it, it lets you know you was not prepared. And I think that Florida probably had a great week of practice. And, I mean, Florida's defense is a little shaky, don't get me wrong. Um, Alabama's probably going to score a lot of points. But I'm not sold on Alabama's defense. I think Florida's going to be able to move the ball and score quite a lot of points on them and I just think 17 and a half is too many I I think this game's going to play around a 7 to, to 11 range if I had to guess I think Alabama's going to win by 7 to 11 well no more than 14 and this is the game I got I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one you know Florida you know yes Florida can score 
Uh, yes, they have a bad defense. To me, Alabama, we're looking at we're looking at a repeat of last year with LSU. LSU came, went through the season, blew everybody out, blew ever you know blew out um what was it Georgia and the um SEC championship, blew out Clemson in the um, national championship game. I'm looking at the same exact thing this year. Alabama has beaten beaten the crap out of everybody this year and have shut people down on defense. This kid Mac Jones is the real deal. He's probably the best quarterback, pure quarterback they've had over there in probably 30 years. This kid, he reminds me of Burrow a little bit. Comp, he's got good mechanics, sort of a compact release over the top. Kids has zip on the ball. He's got touch, and their two receivers are just are going to be just as good as Judy and the other guy from last year. Um, they're like a machine rolling right now. Um, yes, I know Florida's looking at. They were looking ahead. That's fine, but that's all behind. You know, that's all ancient history now. They know they got Alabama, and it's all going to come down to, you know, can Florida keep up with them? Um, I don't think they can. I think I think Bama is another one's going to get a little bit aggressive on defense. I think they they've been shutting every everybody else down this year. I mean, except Ole Miss. Ole Miss hung with them. A little different of a situation with that. But I like Bama in this one. I just can't see myself taking Florida seventeen and a half and having to sweat this game out because you know they are prone to a few mistakes. And I just have to go with the better team the more dominating team. And yes, I know it's 17 and, you know, sometimes in college you can lay that and it's 17 and a half for a reason. So I like Bam in this one. So let's get over to the NFL now. Um, you know, tough schedules this week. Not really not a lot of good matchups, but I found three we can talk about. First one we're going to talk about is Seattle's at Washington. Seattle opened three, and it's up to six now. Um, Alex Smith um, what, got injured. He got a little bit hurt. He got injured last week. I don't know if he's going to play this week or not. Well, he's got, I think, the calf injury. So that's probably why that line shot up. I think he's probably still questionable. Uh, give me a breakdown on this game. Well, I saw he didn't practice today, but that's to be expected. They said that he was going to rest for that injury that he has. Rest is very important. Um so I, I think he's going to play. Now, I don't know how mobile he's going to be or if it's going to, you know, how it's going to affect him in the game. But Seattle's coming off of a big win over the Jets. They blew the Jets out last week. Um, I don't see that happening this week. I think Washington's defense is playing very good. And I think Seattle's going to get back to their old tricks. They like to win them field goal games, especially on the road. Uh, I could definitely see this game coming down to the wire. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, Washington has turned their season around. Alex Smith got them rolling. I mean, they, that was a big win against Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I really like what's going on, man. Uh, you know, six points at home is a lot, especially if Alex Smith plays. And, I mean, if I had to play the game, I'd definitely take the points at home. Yeah, I think that's just the public pushing that up. I'm – you know, like I said, I've been we've been talking all year, and I've been a big Washington fan all year. I like their defense from day one. You know, Haskins was in, and it got to the point that you know it's like you know, hey, they just sort of quit trying. So then, when Alex Smith, you know, in that Kyle Allen got there, he started doing good. He got hurt. Alex Smith's in. Now they have offense. Now, now they've been playing their butts off, and I just said last week, 
that it was time for them to take a, you know, the week they beat Pittsburgh, it was time for them to make a step and take a turn for the positive. And Rivera's all in right now. He's off the cancer treatments. He's, he's full gone. And Washington is rolling along right now. I like Washington on the money line. I think they'll win the game. Now, look, Alex Smith gets hurt and, and Haskins comes in. Whole different animal. He probably won't even come close to winning the game. But Alex Smith plays the whole game. I like them to beat Seattle. I think they're I think they're fired up. Plus, they're playing for that. You know, they're playing for that division. I think they're leading the division right now. So they got to stay on top of Dallas and Philly right now. And I think the Giants have dropped back a little bit. But but yeah, I mean, I like I definitely like Washington this game, and I like them on the money line. So definitely, you know, I'm going to like them with the points also. Casey at the Saints. Open three, still three. Numbers frozen at three. Hasn't moved a lick. Let's see your breakdown on this one. Well, uh, Kansas City's been been winning every game, but they're not covering. I think they're six and zero straight up, and zero and six against the spread in those last six games, which is very hard to do. I mean, you know, because some of the numbers really wasn't that high. Like this past week, I think they were. Uh, Seven over Miami or six and I what it wasn't a lot in Miami I know and, and they they barely squeaked out a win there. Well, something's gonna give this week because the line's three, so it's gonna be hard to win the game by three and not cover. Uh, so I guess if you like, pretty much like them to win the game. Uh, you know, I don't know if Drew Brees is coming back and if Taysom Hill plays. You know, I I don't know. I mean, it's – unless they play keep away, I mean, that's the only way to really beat Kansas City. You just got to hold the ball and have them nine, 10-minute drives, four touchdowns, and then hope you can get them off the field, which is easier said than done. Uh, you know, I, I really don't have an opinion in the game. I think, you know, if Breeze was playing and everything and he was in stroke, I would say the Saints might be a good play here, plus three at home because the Saints are very hard to beat it in the dome, especially good teams don't come, don't normally come here and beat them. They usually rise up to the challenge, but you know, we don't know if Breeze is playing and if he does play, we don't know if he's going to be rusty. So there are a lot of question marks here. So I wouldn't really put a lot of money on this game either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. I mean, I think if Breeze plays a, you know, they definitely can win the game. I mean, with Taysom Hill, I don't know. I'm like, you know, he's 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 been doing decent, managing the games pretty good. You know, not putting up a lot of offense. They've done, a, you know, I've done. They did a little better last week. I mean, the defense, you know, collapsed a little bit, but the defense is playing good. You know, like I said, Casey and Mahomes. I mean, what can you say? Mahomes is a stud, and he's still, you know, he's picked up way left off last year. But I've noticed this year. You know, he's had some struggles in some games during the games. Gets a little pressure, makes a few bad throws here. You know, had two or three interceptions last week. So he's prone to make mistakes. If the Saints can maybe get some pressure a little bit in the backfield, force him to make some bad throws, you might get a tip here, an interception there, which will bade well for the Saints. Um, So, you know, it's three for a reason. Um, And... You know, like I said, Breeze was taken off the um, IR list today. It's all a monitor thing all the way up to game time. You know, depending if he's how close to 100% he can perform, throwing the ball, how much pain he's going to be in. Um, 
you know, the good thing about that is, that, you know, everything is a lot of, you know, the Saints passing game is a lot of underneath, you know, short intermediate stuff. So he's really not going to have to really let the ball go too much, you know, unless, you know, you know until he stretches the field a little bit. But, you know, even if, if, if even with some pain, should be able to get through the game. Um, probably a good game to watch here, you know, pull for your team. But tough one to call on this one. So we'll have to see what happens. Last one we're going to talk about is New England at Miami. Miami has opened three, and it has been bet down to one and a half. So what do you think about this one? Uh, you know, Miami's one of those teams, you know, they – Overachieving. I mean, they their team on the rise. They're improving. They're eight and five right now. But two of those eight wins came against the Jets. So everybody beats the Jets. That's like two bye weeks. So if you take those two away, I see a six and five Miami Dolphins team. You know, against the Patriots, who's six and seven, but they also have a win against the Jets. I think one. I don't know if they played the Jets twice or not. But anyway, uh. You know, I, I see this as a tough matchup. I mean, it's two teams that are hungry for a win. New England's basically got it all on the line. If they don't win this game, their playoff hopes are done. Um, you know, I don't like betting against Bill Belichick when his back's against the wall, and that's the case here. And let's um, also the, the coach in Miami is a former assistant of his. So – his assistants don't have really good records against him in the past. But Romeo Cornell did beat him earlier in the year. He was a former assistant. I know Houston beat New England early in the year in Houston. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think New England's going to come ready to play in this game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I give uh, I think I'm going to give New England the edge here. I think New England should, should probably win. Might, I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, another tough game to call. I mean, Miami, you know, has been playing very good this year. Good defense and, you know, been scoring some points, not a lot. And, you know, New England's been running. I mean, New England's been winning on the, on the you know, on the feet of um Cam Newton. I mean, I don't like him as a quarterback. And, you know, he's completed him. He's gotten a little better throwing the ball, but. You know, Miami's defense is so stout. If they decide to just shut this run down and shut Cam Newton down, they're going to have to make him throw the ball. And I just don't see Cam Newton throwing the ball, having to beat Miami, and especially if Miami jumps out on them. So, you know, really don't like a side too much in this game. I mean, Miami's usually been getting points all year, and the futures have been favored. They have covered. So, you know, if you put my one back other, against, One other thing I want to say about uh, this game is, uh, you know, Belichick – has a really good record against rookie quarterbacks. Rookie quarterbacks don't fare well against his defenses normally. So I, I think two is playing in the game. So if that's the case, you know, I look for New England to force him into some uncharacteristic errors. You know, I, I, I could see New England at least intercepting him once or twice, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. And, you know, I mean, you know, two is doing a decent job and, it's a tough game to call. I mean, you know, obviously Miami's got the better defense, so that might prevail. I mean, it's probably going to be a close game. You know, I really don't like a side in it. If you if you make me make a decision, I'll probably have to take Miami. So let's get to our best bets here. Give me your best bets in college this week. Um, 
I like a game tomorrow a lot. I like uh, Nebraska against Rutgers, laying six and a half. That's a, a strong play. I also like uh, I like Iowa State plus five and a half against Oklahoma. I like uh, Wake Forest against Florida State, laying six and a half. And of course, I like Clemson laying the 10 and a half. And, you know, like I said, I like uh, Florida with the 17 and a half against uh, Alabama. So that's my college plays, probably my five best plays this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on a lot of the same size college. I like, but I like two that really going to stick out with me. I like, I do like Clemson minus the 10 and a half against Notre Dame. I think they're going to blow the doors off. And my best bet is I like Air Force minus two and a half against Army. Army's that decent team this year. Air Force has got a good team this year, but I've watched Air I've had Air Force a few times this year, and I watch this play call. This offensive coordinator for Air Force is an, one of the top three corners in the country. I love his play calling. You know, for for an option for a, an option team, a triple option team, they can throw the ball. This quarterback can throw the ball good. And he mixes in pass and run, and they execute perfectionly. So I definitely like Air Force in that game. That's probably my best bet. As far as the NFL, I mean, I do like Washington. That's probably my best bet. I like Washington on the money line, but definitely take the six and a half in that spot. Um, As far as any other games, I mean, I'm really not seeing too much sticking out. I mean, I like, I might, I think I might like Atlanta a little bit at home against Tampa. Atlanta has been playing a little better, and the defense has been playing a little better. And, you know, I know Tampa's in a running for a, a wild card. And, but Atlanta has been playing better, and they, and they have scored some points, and they, they're getting five and a half, six at home. So I think I like Atlanta at home plus, plus the five and a half. What, what do you like in the NFL? Um, I kind of like uh, Carolina against Green Bay, plus eight and a half. I look for Carolina to bounce back. Um, they they got beat last week by Denver at home. And Green Bay um, blew somebody out. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, eight and a half is a lot here. I think Carolina's going to come to play in this game and keep it under the number. Uh, I also like, like uh, Atlanta against Tampa. I think, uh, you know, six at home is a lot. Um, and I like uh, Houston a little bit as well, plus seven and a half against Indy. I think they'll, uh, you know, come ready to play. And uh, it's a division game. You know, whenever you get over seven in a division game, that, that's a lot. You know, I know Houston's had a kind of a down year, but Deshaun Watson can score. I mean, when he's on, he's on. And that's just, you know – the Indy could be up 14 with two minutes to go and the back door is wide open. With a guy like him, he's going to score late, you know, normally if if they in prevent. And that's why I think you got to always take over a touchdown with a quarterback like him. Yeah. So, all right, guys, that'll do, that'll do it for this week with the show. Um, hope everybody gets out there and get your wages down, make some money. And just hanging there from in, Steve, we're going to let Dale and Roy take us out of here. Thank <laughs> you.